staffing at Auckland Hospital's emergency department got so stretched, one internal email has called it a decidedly unsafe situation. A senior clinician goes on to say, we can't continue like this at the end of a shift that began with 60 patients waiting to be seen. Is that level of pressure normal in EDs across the country? Dr John Bonning is with the College of Emergency Medicine and works at Waikato Hospital as an emergency doctor. Good morning. Thanks so much for your time. This um, email, the email was thanking staff at the end of obviously a very tough shift, but that line, we can't continue like this, really stuck out to me. Most certainly, and this has been repeated around the country. It has been a very, very busy summer. Um, and this is, you know, this is usual, the second digit. Um, uh, and uh, as we've alluded to, there are real sort of staffing crises at the moment in terms of uh, resignation. Uh, and, yeah, there's some, there's some issues that we need to look into. Is is this because EDs get used as a doctor's surgery by some people, and especially at this time of year? One of our clear messages has that if people are truly um, significantly um, serious, uh, serious ill with life-threatening symptoms, um, uh, chest pain, abdominal, those sorts of things, should come to the emergency department. And it's not about people conditions, although they will crowd the waiting room. And there is a little bit of nowhere else to go over summer, uh, but surgeries are still open. That might be a challenge to get into in a very timely fashion. Urgent care is very busy as well. So, uh, yeah, it's multifactorial. Why are hospitals facing such problems with staffing? So uh, over the last year, we've unprecedented resignations, some through retirement. Um, uh, the work is very, very busy, and there's a lot of people that have burnt out, um, uh, moved to other areas. There's nurses working in the MIQ facilities um, uh, and um, uh, swabbing centers, uh, general practice and what have you. Uh, the work at the front is extremely stressful, and we're um, uh, now looking after patients for longer periods of time in emergency and we've lost the highly skilled ones, the ones that work at triage, the ones that work in recess. So it's mainly the nursing staff crisis that we have, but also there's a little bit of international graduates that usually come in to work as doctors here that uh, has less because of the um, uh, lack of migration. What's going to happen when Omicron arrives? Well, that is a question. We see what's happening over in Australia, um, uh, and uh, certainly the, the issue is it's the volume patients that will come in and that we need a clear, consistent um, information and communication strategy from uh, the ministry and the government as to what people will do when they um, uh, are positive because a lot of people in Australia are just turning up to emergency departments because they're worried this is an illness that is very significant in some people. Um, and so, yeah, we, uh, it's not a question of if, but when Omicron uh, comes into the New Zealand community, we need to be prepared. Appreciate your time this morning and thanks for battling with that uh, phone connection there. Dr John Bonning with the Emergency Medicine College at Newstalk ZB.